Hello, and welcome to my very first podcast. I'm very excited because this is my very first podcast, and I'm not... I, since this is my very first, that's my first time saying it, I, I'm going to make some mistakes, obviously. I'm going to be stuttering a little bit, so be patient with me. I'll get better in time, but let's get this uh, podcast on the road, as we say. So what I'm going to do is, is talk about the 80s, basically, because... I was born in the 80s, and I figure I'd like to talk about it, because there was a lot of things that did go on in the 80s, and not a lot of people remember it. Certainly, I don't re- really remember it either. Um, the main things I'm probably going to talk, not in this podcast particularly, but in future episodes, uh, will be uh, TV shows, movies, video games, cartoons, uh, food, and other things that were going on around the world in the 80s. So what I would like to do first is give you uh, what happened on this day, and I'm recording it on uh, June June 20th, 2014. So let's see what happened on June 20th, uh, 1980. So let's see. The Blues Brothers opened in 594 theaters. I don't really remember the Bruce Brothers that much. I know there was a, a movie that was uh, made uh, from the Blues Brothers not too long ago, but I'm sure it was the original Blues Brothers from the 1980s and not the newer ones. Um, also, the California Angels beat the Red Sox 20-2. Now, California Angels, I think they dropped that. Not, I think they're just called... Angels, I think. I don't know. I'm not really into baseball. But that is your uh, basic history of what happened in uh, 1980 on June 6th, uh, on the 20th. So, let's get into the main story, what I'm going to talk about. And today, on my first episode, I'm going to talk to you on the the, uh, TV show... Family Ties. Now you may wonder why I'm doing Family Ties. Well, it's because, you know, if you ask someone, do you remember Family Ties? And they'll probably say, yeah, wasn't that uh, the show where Michael J. Fox was in it? And that's pretty much all they would say, because he was in it, and that's pretty much what everyone remembers, is Michael J. Fox was in it. And of course he is in it, but that's not the main reason. And we'll go into that as uh, I explain. So, Family Ties uh, aired from ABC on September 22nd, 1982 to May 14th, 1989. So that's a pretty long run back in those days. So basically from what I understand is that there were three children that were raised by their liberal ex-hippie parents. Um... But the kids uh, did not want to stick to the 60s and 70s, but wanted to be more into the 80s, because that was the thing back then. Uh, This was a fact because many of the early years, that was uh, the reign of the Reagan administration, and a lot of people were were into that. So the episode that I decided to pick was from Season 1, Episode 8, eight called 
No nukes is good nukes. Um, and I'll get to explaining why I chose this uh, episode. But the first off, when I first uh, saw this, the introduction of the music, it's none. It's not quite the music you would hear nowadays. It, the music is quite calming, and it doesn't sound like something you would hear now. Now in recent TV shows, also. I like the the ending part where where it goes uh, sha la la la. Uh, that's kind of funny to me. But moving on, um, at first glance, uh, you see Michael G. Fox is really young, and he has a really interesting haircut that you're not used to seeing him in, especially if you've seen Back to the Future. Um, nukes. This episode, nu- uh, nukes was a hot topic because everyone wanted to know who was going to shoot first. The Russians, or the Soviets, I mean, or the Americans. And from what I understand is that the Soviets were nerv- were so nervous that the, uh, the Americans were going to strike f- first that they were doing some extensive uh, training. They were, they had their, they were just right on the button, ready to go. And they sent spies to the U.S. Fi- trying to figure out if they ha- were doing plans. So the early '80s was uh, was a crisis period, and the period of 1980 to 1984 marked the most dangerous Soviet-American confrontation since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Now I don't really remember a lot about what went on with the Soviet and Americans with the nukes but I, what I do remember was a lot of scare, scared people and I do remember a certain uh, drill that we had to do in school where the, the whole duck and cover I don't know if any of you remember that but we did we did do that and I thought it was kind of at first I uh, how do I explain this I just went with the flow. I didn't really know what we were doing. I didn't un- fully understand now. But going back, I kind of understand what they were trying to do. But it didn't really make sense because if ducking cover on a nuclear explosion would not really save you, I mean, it, it wouldn't do any good. But that's why, pretty much, why I chose this. It was a lot. It was on a lot of people's minds. The whole nuclear uh, thing between the Americans and the Soviets. So getting back to the show, uh, Jennifer, the younger girl in the show, loves to qu- loves to ask questions and to give Alex, who is Michael J. Fox, a hard time. So when you get when you see this show, um, you notice a lot of uh, wood in a in a in the living room and uh, I think the 1980s was the wood era because pretty much everything was wood I mean the stairs were wood they had wood chairs they had a wood table they even had the the wooden box TV now do you, do you get any of you remember the wood box TV I do I sure remember that I mean, it, there, it was no HD TV that we have now. There was no, it was it was no flat screen. That's for sure. It was just 
a wooden box, you know, that you watch TV on, and you know that's what we were used to. And yeah, I mean, it it was it was typically the wood air. But going on, but moving on, I love how the, I mean, I love how the kids are trying to tell the grandmother because the grandmother. Uh, came over because she was gonna make, it was gonna be Thanksgiving, so the grandmother and the grandfather came over, and the grandmother wanted to help cook. But I love how the kids are trying to te- are trying not to tell the grandmother that her cooking is terrible. <laughs> it's kind of, it's it's funny. Uh, it, it's just it's it's like they want to tell them, you know, Grandma, we don't like your cooking. Please do not cook. But they're trying to do it in the nicest way they can. But you could tell the grandmother is just like, okay, I know what you're trying to say, but I'm going to ignore you, kind of things. So we get to the middle of the show, and uh, the parents are going to are going to a rally to support, um, uh, to go to uh, to protest against nuclear arms, because I'm sure uh, I'm sure a lot of people did do that protest. Um, so in the in the show, the the kids were watching TV and they saw their parents get arrested because of their protesting. And then we come to the jail scene. Then and, and this jail scene is one of my favorites. Because none of them when they go into jail, none of them are in handcuffs and they walk very casually in the jail like, you know, nothing, you know, we didn't do anything wrong. And there seemed to be a lot of trust in the jail because the guards didn't have a gun or a nightstick or any kind of protection. You know, the guard in the TV show was kind of old. He he didn't look like he could really defend himself against a group of people without any kind of anything to protect himself. So, yeah, it seemed like there was a lot of trust in the jail system or maybe... They weren't really thinking on that far. Also, when when the guard put them in the jail, they put them in the jail with all their personal items, you know, watches, wallets, and and I'll think to myself, wow, if you know, someone can really hurt someone if they wanted to with all their personal items. So I thought that was kind of interesting. There is a moral dilemma in the jail. That, well, in in the jail, the the parents uh, are in there, and the the kids finally come because they know their their parents are in jail, and the kids tell them, "Okay, okay, mom and dad, if you just sign this paper, you know, you will have your freedom." So the parents look at it, and they say, "We're not going to sign this because." It will go everything against we we stand for, and that was pretty much the moral dilemma in the jail. That if they signed this paper, um, they were never to uh, protest ever again. But if they didn't sign it and stood up for what they believed in, they were to stay in jail until the judge came back because apparently the judge was on you know Thanksgiving break or something. Um. So that was the big main thing for this uh, show was: Do you stand up for what you believe in, and do you, do you uh, 
yeah, do you stand in what you believe in, or do you just, you know, sign a piece of paper and say, oh, I was just messing around and, and forget the whole thing. But, you know, you, if you truly believe in something, you need to stand up for what you believe. That's the most important thing. If you really believe in something, stand by it. Don't let other people tell you, you know, you know, you shouldn't do this, or, you know, sign this and forget it. You could walk off, but you can never do this again. I think that was a moral, less, moral lesson that they were trying to say. So, again, towards the end of the uh, <laughs> this show, I, I love how, uh, for, the din- for the dinner scene in the jail, which was, <laughs> which was funny because, because the guard brought the two parents these two mugs of glass to them with some kind of chicken soup inside and I'm like are you kidding me man you're going to give these t- these guys glass mugs I mean <laughs> if then you just open the door without any backup you, just one guy I mean you don't know who these people are they could just you, they, you could, they could just kill you or something I mean come on but <laughs> and but and like what about water? They didn't give him any water, just soup. I mean, come on, what is, what is this? <sighs> That's what I found pretty funny. So it takes the parents to be in jail for them to for the kids to understand why they are in jail and why are they so passionate about you know the whole protesting of nuclear arms. Also, uh, also, um, the the whole the whole guard. I mean, I'm going back to the guards because it's just so it's just so funny how you view it back then and you view it now. It's totally funny because I know they're trying to be serious, but <laughs> like the last scene is there. <laughs> The whole, the whole family, including the grandparents, they brought a whole picnic basket, and with tur- you know turkey dinner, and and the grandmother said, you know, no one can withstand my cooking. I mean, come on, what kind, what kind of line is that? So you, they let you bring a whole picnic ba- picnic basket of Thanksgiving to a jail to the jailers. I mean, there's no way that would happen happen this time. So there's a lot of trust in this in this jail system in this reality of family ties. Oh man, I just find that hilarious. Well, that that pretty much wraps it up of the story. I know it's pretty short, but I didn't want to be I didn't want to draw draw out that long. So, I hope that uh makes you interested in watching this video. I mean, not video, this TV show Family Ties. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna watch a few more episodes, uh, see what it's all about. Oh, I did forget. Um, one of my favorite quotes um, in the show is when Jennifer, the gr- the girl, the little girl, she says to uh, her grandmother, Grandma, Grandma, you're baking pies, and the grandmother says, Yes, dear, and she said, and Jennifer says, Oh boy, I don't think our oven is working. That's, I don't think our oven is working. 
and you know you hear the laugh from the audience, but you know I think I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, come on, that's that was pretty funny. There wasn't a lot of uh, Michael J. Fox funny moments. I don't think he was, I don't think he was supposed to be funny, or he was more serious in this show. I think, but well, like I said, this is the first, not the first episode, but the first season. We don't really, I don't really know his background and what he's doing, so. I'll have to watch a few more episodes to f- understand what he's going to do. Well, well, folks, I hope you enjoyed this little podcast I did about the 80s, like a, a little smidget of it. Um, I plan to do more of them, so stay tuned. Um, if you would like to suggest uh, something... On the 80s to me, you can do that or comment to me. That'll be great. Um, you could reach me on my email. It's uh, I'm loving the 80s at gmail.com. It's uh, so if you would like, um, yeah, write something down if you want me to talk about something. That'll be great. Until next time, see you then. <laughs>